It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I am joined by my co-host, Carson Ray. Carson, how's it going? Hey, everybody. It's a great day to talk about X-Wing. Your classic catchphrase. Uh, Today, we're going to be looking at uh, new pilot cards. In fact, the first ever pilot card expansion, well, I guess pilot and upgrade card expansion, Hot Shots and Aces, which released uh, what about a month ago now. Yeah, uh, and I have to say, probably one of the better expansions um, they've ever made. Uh, all these pilots are pretty awesome um, and really adds a lot of value to any scum, empire, rebel, first order, or resistance player. So, a lot to like there. Yeah, so we're just going to do kind of an overview of all these cards here. We've had some experiences with a lot of them, uh, so we're going to share our thoughts right away, see which ones are worth your time, and which ones maybe you need to wait for the next point recosting. Sure, that's a fun way to look at it. Uh, Let's dive right in. So the first thing I want to say is uh, one of the reasons I actually love this expansion pack doesn't have to do with really any of the pilots or the upgrades. I just really do like the idea in X-Wing of us getting basically like booster packs kind of of new pilots to refresh old ships. I like that I don't have to buy a whole new uh, ship expansion re-release, kind of like we had to do in first edition. Yeah, this is a much better approach to like veterans or ace packs um, where... Yeah, we get new cards um, for existing ships. Don't have to buy the new ship again and again and again. Um, and they're able to put in, you know, a lot more of the stuff um, that we want, which is more new content instead of, you know, reprinting a lot with a few new cards. We get a ton of new pilots and some new upgrades, which is sweet. Yeah, and so they only focused on uh, five of the factions in the game. Pretty much every faction, well, every faction except for Separatists and Republic, which I'm guessing was mostly just that there are so many new releases with uh, Separatists and Republic that they, I guess they didn't feel like they needed to expand their pilot selection. Well, yeah, so, I mean, all these are the conversion kit factions, and while there was a ton of stuff in the conversion kits, um, there wasn't necessarily a you know, deep pool of pilots for each ship within that conversion kit. So this, you know, takes some of the ships that didn't have that deep of a pilot pool um, and adds a few new uh, pilot options to them. And a lot of these come in at the uh, four or five initiative value, which I think is pretty interesting because in a lot of ways that makes them uh, a lot more relevant for the ships that are legal in hyperspace right now. Um, Initiative four and five are pretty important, especially uh, initiative five. Yeah, a lot of mid-ranged named characters here, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely what the game needs more of, is that focus on the middle initiative. Um, so that's pretty sweet. So I think, you know, let's stop talking about it generally and just dive in. It's the best way to do it, I think. All right, so I think we should start with the faction that's had quite a roller coaster ride in perception over the last year. Um going from being one of the lowest ranked factions to right now it's actually doing pretty okay especially in uh hyperspace scum and villainy's got some options yeah and what i like about this is it's not building on any of the ships that are doing really well in hyperspace you know there's not new fang pilots there's not new fire spray pilots um but we do see you know more c95 
um, Seeks, and a Jumpmaster pilot. Yeah, so to start off, they gave us a, a new pilot version of Bosk. Bosk already appeared as both an upgrade uh, gunner card as well as a pilot for the YV-666. And, I mean, so weirdly, so he's in a Z-95 now as a standalone pilot. He could have flown a Z-95 before. It was just a lot hard, uh, more complicated to set up. Right, yeah. I mean, using that escape craft thing on the YV-666. Uh, but I actually think Bosk is a pretty fine um, Z-95. Compares, I think, pretty well to, like, Blount in the Rebels. I think Blount's a mm-hmm. little better, but, you know, this is scum, so we got to make do with what we get. Uh, you know, same pilot ability as Bosk. You know, cancel a crit, t- turn it into two hit results. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, obviously adding extra damage is cool. I don't know if it's super effective just because it happens after the neutralize result step. So you already have to be hitting with your two attack dice gun and you have to have generated a crit. So like that's it's relevant when you're dealing with large ships or low agility ships, definitely. And, you know, just one point of extra damage can swing a game in a lot of ways. But it's not like an overwhelmingly powerful ability. And at initiative four, he kind of falls in kind of a weird space. Um, I kind of like Bosk. So, so what I like about Bosk is that ability, I think is a little easier to trigger here on a Z95 than it is on the YV666. Um, mainly because that marksmanship talent is going to be a lot easier to set up on the small base, um, which gives you a pretty reliable way to trigger his ability, getting those crits pretty consistently. And I think it turns that two attack dice gun on the Z95 into something that, you know, it's not going to cause crazy damage swings, but, you know, gives it some more consistent offense. You know, it's not unreasonable to slip through one damage uh, with a two attack dice gun in second edition. Uh, Now boss can turn that into two damage that slips through. So for 30 points with marksmanship, I think that's, that's pretty fine. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, it's the most conventional, I think, of the scum pilots we're getting. Um, this next one, which is an M3A Interceptor, um, a.k.a. the Sick. I'm not sure how to... Is it Gargor? What are you supposed to say? G4R, G-O-R? Gargor. Gargor. <laughs> Gargor Vroom. This one's weird because this is an Initiative Zero pilot, which is not something we see very often. I mean, what else is there? That's Zero. Some devices. Uh, yeah, or maybe some epic ships? I don't know. Um, I don't really think there's really any zeros. This one's definitely got a more unconventional, uh, built-in strategy with the pilot ability. After you defend, each other ship at range zero suffers one critical damage. Is Null the only other zero? I'm guessing Null's the other zero. Matt, correct us. Shout out, shout it out on, uh, Facebook to let us know which ones we're missing here but yeah this so this one's weird yeah because i'm definitely not looking it up um <laughs> i mean, no, but what's cool is the initiative zero here is a big feature um because gurgor is like a i mean it's what you want to do is be blocking um uh, so that you do have an enemy ship at range zero to trigger the ability uh so that's what you want to do and so being at initiative zero means you get to move first look at the board and figure out where the best spot to be is to block. And then hope people start shooting at you. So you can trigger that ability. Now, I'm not, um, I mean, I'm not super convinced this is a viable strategy because it kind of, there's an easy workaround for your opponent in that, yeah, you could block with Gurgur, 
but uh, they have to shoot at him to trigger the defending, so so you they would suffer the damage. So if you bump into him, then you just probably choose not to shoot at him, right? In most cases. Well, but your other ships might shoot at him, right? I don't. Yes, your opponent can choose if they're going to be triggering Gurgor. Um, this name is painful. Um, <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not a good ability. Like, that's a deterrent there. I mean, the same thing's true for, like, Quick Draw's ability. Your opponent has agency in, you know, whether or not you get to shoot twice. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen and it isn't powerful. True, but I think that's not an entirely fair comparison because I think Quick Draw is threatening in a lot of other ways, even without the double attack. If you're not shooting Quick Draw, you're just waiting for that double attack for later. Quick Draw is a high-initiative pilot. Um, Gurgor is not super threatening, I think, otherwise, other than the pilot ability. Um, the two dice attack. Look, Gurgor gets a calculate token, which we know is the best action in the game. <laughs> um, so I think that's pretty intimidating. Uh, the real winner, though, of all these scum pilots is, um, in my mind, unfortunately, the jump master. Uh, Nomlum. I think we finally got a pretty strong jump master pilot here in second edition, uh, which means I have to see those ugly ships on the table again. And his uh, his appearance couldn't be more timely for the Jump Master, which we saw some pretty big revisions to. Uh, the biggest thing recently was the addition, I'd say, of the cannon slot to the ship. Um, so you're not just limited to that single mobile firing arc. Um, and that works out pretty well for Nom Lum. Nom Lum's ability, Initiative 1, after you become the defender, if the attacker is not in your mobile firing arc, you must rotate your mobile arc indicator to a standard arc the attacker is in. Yeah, I mean, and this is just a nice ability means... You really are almost always going to have something to shoot at. And the thing about a jump master is, you know, that large base takes up a huge area on the board. You know, with the turret, they can just get into the thick of things, fire around at somebody. Just, you know, I mean, Gurgor might be an okay blocker, but Nomlom is probably going to do it better and push through, you know, decent offense by just always having something to shoot at. Right, and, and even that can be gamed a little bit, but, like, gaming it doesn't give you that big of an advantage. And I think one of the perks, too, is being able to throw, like, just an ion cannon on Nomlum, so you always have the forward front arc, plus whatever your mobile arc will be. So you can kind of just choose whatever target's relevant. Actually, uh, Paul Olsen, I was playing a couple weeks ago, was trying out some scum stuff, and he was flying uh, Fendengar and Nomlum with a pretty simple Nomlum loadout. And it was pretty irritating, like... Two attack dice can do damage in this uh, in this game now, so it's kind of something you can't really ignore. So you can't just get the free damage on him. Oh, and the the Dengar gunner on there is a pretty good addition as well. Just adds through even more damage. So okay, of of those three scum ships, what's your pick for what's your favorite of the three new pilots? Um, I mean, I think Bosk is cool, but Nomlum's probably better. And then Gurgor VM, the name itself is kind of a deterrent for me. <laughs> no it's easy um i think i have to go with nom too i think he's my favorite of those three there so uh watch out for him too because i think he can fit in comfortably with some scum builds right now oh yeah he's not that expensive all right moving on to the empire um some pretty cool new additions here mainly all for extended but um still cool there well at least for the time being yeah you're right who knows all right, so I think the one I'm most excited about here is Fifth Brother, a new Thai V1 pilot. 
Um, pretty cool ability. You got two force charges, and if attack hits, you can spend all of your force to add a critical result. Um, and I guess I should specify you have to spend two force, so it's going to take all of your force tokens, but you have to have that full force pool to be able to trigger that. But even still, I mean, just the, the chassis on its own with two force charges is pretty effective. Um, but I think the pilot ability takes it to a whole new area because it's uh, it's clearly designed to be kind of a parallel design to Seventh Sister, which was already a pilot for the TIE Advanced V1, um, which had the ability, a, a, like a similar style ability where uh, before the neutralized result steps, you could spend the two force charges Seventh Sister has to cancel and evade. Here, you're kind of doing the inverse of adding damage a different way. Um, so they pair up nicely both at I-4, and I think they're just like one point different in point costs. Um, what makes this one really interesting is, uh, Carson, you got some clarification in the live stream, right, about the interaction with homing missile on 5th Brother? Yeah. Um, so, you know, homing missile, um, if the opponent chooses to not let you roll four dice, is still going to have a hit trigger, which then means you can use 5th Brother's ability to add a critical result on top of that. Yeah, so and and homing missile is like a design I really actually liked for uh, second edition. It, it hasn't seen a lot of play because it's not super effective. Um, just your opponent having the option to just suffer the damage to cancel the attack. Um, being able to add another damage makes it really interesting because suddenly they're making a weird calculation between like, well, four dice can do a ton of damage, but it might not do two. But at the same time, I don't want to just automatically take a hit and a crit, right? Right. I mean, you might have the threshold where you're at three hit points and a hit and a crit could insta kill you if there's a direct hit there obviously at two health that's not an interesting decision but at three health that becomes a more interesting decision where you kind of have to weigh your odds um, quite a bit there and just like a pretty cool chassis overall um we'll see if tie v1 makes it back into hyperspace after the next update but that's a little ways away so right now it's just an extended option I mean, but we know TIE V1s are great, and Fifth Brother seems like another great addition to that already pretty powerful chassis. We also have a new TIE Striker pilot. This is an Initiative 2 pilot named Vagabond, who's got an Adaptive Ailerons-based ability. So after you fully execute a maneuver using your Adaptive Ailerons, if you are not stressed, you may drop one device. Yeah, I mean, this one's interesting in that it does a non-system phase bomb drop. But I don't know how much you'll see Vagabond, at least right now. Uh, I mean, 35 points plus you still want to buy a bomb. Um, puts you pretty close to the range of all the other named TIE Strikers, which are all pretty great. Right. Higher initiative, better abilities. And so I don't know why you would take the initiative two one at that point. I feel like this is what the trick is cool. Like you said, like having the non-system phase bomb drop, that's a cool trick. Uh, it is limited. You only have the one bomb slot or device slot. So you just get it one time. Um, I feel like this is one that's not going to be great right now, but what in the next points update, they could drop it down to like 30, um, get a little more aggressive with the points on it. Right. I think that's maybe a little too extreme, but I mean, bombs are okay. And especially in a swarm meta, um, I just wish maybe Vagamon was at like I3 so you could punish all those I2s as well. It, so like to me, it's just a little like it's a cool trick, but like at I2, that's not that much different than dropping during the system phase, right? Like you still right. might be the first ship moving. So you'll just get one, a one straight or a one bank and that's it. And then you drop your bomb. 
Like that could make the difference, obviously, in very specific scenarios. But I think generally it's not going to be a big difference. Right. I mean, the reality is if it's a seismic charge, like it's not really hitting anything different. Right. Uh, most of the time. You might just barely pull it into range. All right. So the one I'm really not sure about how to evaluate is the new Decimator pilot, Morna Key. Yeah, so this one's interesting. So this is an I-4 Decimator pilot with the ability, during the end phase, you may spend one charge, she comes with three of them, to flip one of your reinforced tokens to the other full arc instead of removing it. So my first thought is the first time you do this, it's probably pretty good because you're probably coming head on against some squad and you want to reinforce the front. And then the next turn, you are probably trying to run past them or turn away. Um, you probably don't want to take multiple rounds um, just right in front of another squad, um, which then means you're running in some fashion, and so reinforcing the rear probably makes sense there. Then the turns after that, I think you want to keep reinforcing the rear, um, so then that ability doesn't really work there. Right, you'd have to swing back around. for. T- see, it's we- so it weirdly feels like a card that's just kind of calibrated for epic play. Because um, I feel like it would be more relevant in large ship count scenarios, like multiple turns where you want to be flipping back and forth. Right, where it's, well, also when it's just like likely you'll be attacked in multiple angles, whereas right now, I mean, if you're playing against a bunch of aces or a swarm that really spreads out, um, I could see getting the value of flip-flopping. Now, Carson, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but theoretically, since you're not performing a reinforce action, you could flip the token. You could reinforce the front, end phase, flip it to the rear, and then next phase, take a reinforce to the front, right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, that's my understanding, at least, yeah. So, like, there's that's uh, it's a cute idea. <laughs> For sure. Um, I think in scenarios where you want to reinforce both sides, like, that's not great. I mean, I guess that means you're getting attacked, like, on the broad side, basically. Right, yeah, they're not fully in the arc. It's a shame there's no reinforced side. Yeah, this seems neat. Decimators aren't super relevant right now, and I don't think this does anything that's better than, like, Rear Admiral Cheer now. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so my pick of these three is probably going to be Fifth Brother because I just feel like there's the it's the most oh, interesting sure. potential. Fifth Brother's great. Yeah. The other two are cool ideas, but they seem a little too niche. Um, well, let's get to the Rebels, though, because there's four pilots. The Rebels got an extra pilot uh, of the five factions here. Yeah, and they got upgrade cards specific to them. They get, they they got a lot of this pack. FFG thinks they need a boost. Um, let's start out with our new Initiative 5 B-Wing. Yeah, a Gina Moonsong. Neat ability, has to throw stress around to friendlies. Yeah, this one's kind of funny because, like, the other B-Wing pilots are great about getting stress and dealing with it on their own. Gina's going to get that stress and then make that somebody else's problem. Right, and I, I feel like maybe part of the design here was the idea that you fly these B-Wings together so that the B-Wings that want stress could get stress from Gina. The only holdup on that is that like, I feel like the B-Wings that want stress don't have any problems right now getting stress. Yeah, I mean, Tennub wouldn't mind an extra stress token to spend. Um, especially if he's attacking twice with the new S foils. Do you do you feel like the um, initiative five is super relevant here? Because I feel like a lot of what we've seen Rebels been doing recently, like the types of builds that run B wings, typically are kind of the more middling pilot skills, right? Paired up with U uh, wings and whatnot. 
Yeah, I mean, so B-Wings have the barrel reposition action, um, and, you know, they might want the high initiative to make it easier to set up target locks, either for munitions or for double attacks with their new S-foils. Um, so initiative 5 is valuable there. Um, and passive sensors doesn't really work great with the lower initiative's pilot abilities wanting to set up barrel rolls, then linking it into a target lock. Um, so the initiative 5 is sort of matters, uh, but not as much as for some other chassis. For sure. B-Wing is still a B-Wing. Uh, we finally got K2SO, though, as a pilot for the uh, U-Wing. Yes, justice for K2SO. Very straightforward uh, a ship ability. This is an I-3 pilot. After you gain a stress token, gain one calculate token, which is something that a U-Wing can use, an ability a U-Wing can use in a multitude of ways. Yeah, I mean, as someone who's um, played the Resistance 3PO crew a decent amount, you know, where you do a coordinate and then get a calculate token, uh, that's pretty powerful, and that is going to be one of the main ways K2SO gets a stress token, uh, but still also has that option for when you do those zero spin-around maneuvers. Well, and I mean, um, U- U-Wings are pretty well-established. They are a very solid ship chassis in 2nd edition. Like They pair really well with all the uh, cool tricks that the Rebel faction has had in the past, and you can just do so much. Like The coordinate into calculates great. Just being able to dead stop and still get modification is good because sometimes you just need that little extra push for your offense to make that uh, dead stop extra effective. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it was really powerful when Rebels were doing those stops and getting modifications all the time with Rebel crew. Obviously, one calculate is not as good as a focus token, especially when you're at like range one. Uh, but it's something. And I think... Um, you know, just having that pretty basic ability on a decent U-Wing, I think is going to do a lot of work. You don't really need any upgrade cards. This pilot ability sort of does it all. Yeah, K2SO solid. And I'm glad they made K2SO reasonably strong because um, I know that was one. I think fans in general of Rogue One were pretty upset that K2SO was not a pilot, especially since didn't all those ships release after Rogue One came out? So it just felt super weird. Yeah. I know their development cycle is pretty long, but... Oh, man, that was a huge uh, a huge miss there, especially going into second edition conversions. Yeah, another big ad here is Leia Organa flying the Falcon. Yeah, and this is one I not, would have not expected entirely. Um, this is, I think this is a really good pilot card. Leia's initiative five and has a really good ability and a four, one force charge. Yeah, I mean, the ability is pretty similar to K2SO, except it applies to any friendly, you know, at range zero to three. Um, after which they do huge. a red maneuver, <laughs> um, which is a pretty common way to get that stress, they can either get a focus token or um, recharge a force um, with Leia spending her force. I don't think you're going to recharge the force that often, but getting a focus token after you K-turn, that's huge. Um, and being able to do it for any friend nearby, that's huge as well. And it lines up uh, with uh, Leia's abilities as crew cards, both for the Rebels and for the Resistance, where she kind of helps the crew when they're doing those more difficult maneuvers. Um, So being able to get that, yeah, I think the versatility here is what makes this powerful, because having an Initiative 5 in the best variant of the Falcon across all three Falcon factions uh, is really good. Not even close. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> not even close. Um, but her being able to do that to herself when she does an S loop um, and get the focus is great. Doing it to someone else gives you so much versatility. This, I think this is a really strong card. Yeah, I agree. Um, it just means you're always going to have modification, just really consistent. Um, seems like a solid ship. Now, Carson, my question to you is, uh, my reading of this card text is, I could spend the force charge to recover the force charge I spent to recover the force charge, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, That sounds fun. Great. I'll tell you that much. Swag move. Now, this uh, last Rebel pilot, uh, I don't know what they did here, but um, for whatever reason, this VCX card is beautiful. I feel like all the other VCX pilot cards are really cluttered with text in like the text box area. And I'm not yeah, sure what multiple they did firing for this arcs. One. Like, who needs that? <laughs> um, Callus is straight to the point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's just he's shooting out the front. He doesn't need the rear gun. Yeah, I mean, four dice are better than anything else, right? Alexander Callus, initiative four in the VCX 100. Uh, while you defend, if the attacker modified any attack dice, you may roll one additional defense dice. Yeah, and then he's got a big, um, not really typo, but omission of the ship ability and the rear firing arc, but whatever. I'm assuming he still has it, right? Like, that would just be an errata. Yeah. Yeah. That would just be a really weird... Excla- Unless maybe there's something I missed about uh, Rebels that they don't have the tail gun by the time he's piloting. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta watch the last season. Um, But yeah, I mean, he seems like a pretty decent ghost. I, we haven't really seen ghosts do much... Um, but I like this pilot ability. Kind of want to see it on more ships. Getting punished for modifying your dice. Seems interesting. All right, so let's get down to uh, my team, uh, the First Order. You didn't even say which ones you liked of the Rebels. Oh, right. Uh, well, I think it is pretty obviously the winner here. I mean, K2SO is good. I like K2SO. I love B-Wings. I'm not thinking Gene is going to be a huge player. Um, but Leia feels really good. I think K2SO and Leia are the standouts. I think I've like been more interested in list building with Leia than I have with K2SO. Uh, but I think that has to do with hyperspace. Yeah. Something we can use that seems more relevant. All right. Uh, on to your main faction, Tim. First <laughs> Order. All, sy- all remaining systems will bow to the First Order. Um, we've got two new TIE SF pilots and a new TIE Silencer pilot. Um, starting off the TIE SFs, we have the Initiative 5 Lieutenant Lahus. Uh, with the ability, while you perform an attack, you may spend another friendly ship's lock on the Defender to reroll any number of your results. This must be a good card because they gave me a fancy punch and plastic card of Lieutenant Lahus, so <laughs> it must be something I should be using. Well, so the way I look at this ability, it is cool to have another high initiative TIE SF. Um, I'm not, right now I'm pretty fixated on TIE Silencers and uh, the TIE BA Interceptor as kind of being my my lead high initiative ship in FO right now. But this ability is cool because functionally what it does is it lets you use a target lock with one of your, you know, other, I don't know, tie FOs or something. Basically kind of gives them almost like a coordinate like effect where they take a target lock and then LaHuse gets to spend it. And then can have, you know, a focus token or whatnot to also modify his attack. Yeah, sure. I mean, this is a guy you definitely want to put the special forces gunner on to get the value out of the multiple modifications. 
you know, be it your three dice forward attack, or, you know, when you're going for the double shot, what I think is pretty cool here is it's not really limited to once per turn. If you have a bunch of locks on multiple ships, um, you know, you can trigger it on the forward shot from Lahuse and the rear shot. This one seems uh, fairly timely, too, since they took Quick Draw out of hyperspace. So this is your highest initiative option uh, up there with... Uh... Oh, Backdraft's a four, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. So this is clearly yeah, your, top, your top initiative option. Our next option. one's a four as well. So, yeah, LaHuse stands out at I-5 there, especially. Yeah, and if you do LaHuse with the gunner, I think that takes you up to about just under 50 points. It gets 49 points. Um, which is solid, That's pretty solid, uh, decent yeah. attack output. It does depend on having another ship, but thankfully you can use the pilot ability with any ship that has a target lock, which in the first order is, is that all of them at this point? I think pretty darn close. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's some pretty good ships for getting target locks. Obviously Kylo Ren takes the lock a lot because he's already got the force for modification. Um, and sometimes Kylo doesn't need that lock. So then it's LaHuse's. Uh, or there's um, another lieutenant, Lieutenant Revis, the FO that gets target locks for free, which you could spend to modify Revis's two dice attack, or you could spend to modify uh, Lieutenant Lehue's three dice attack if he needs it. Yeah, so there, I think there's some synergy here both directions. So if you're doing a higher initiative pilot like Kylo, Kylo takes the lock, doesn't need it. It's there for Lehue's. If you're doing a lower initiative pilot, Lehue's can use it. If Lehue's doesn't need it, the lower initiative pilot could use it. All right, so another SF. Uh, this one's a little weirder. Is Captain Phasma with a defensive ability that's pretty destructive. Yeah, so Captain Phasma's I-4, while you defend after the neutralized results step, another friendly ship at range 0 to 1 must suffer one hit or crit damage to cancel one matching result. Yeah, I mean, so face value, this ability helps Captain Phasma live longer as long as she's got some friends nearby to take the damage for her. Um, but there's some pretty cool things within the faction um, that I do actually like a lot about Captain Phasma. Um, and that's that there's some mechanics that love uh, when they take some damage. Obviously, you have the fanatical talent that, you know, you want to get those shields down as quick as possible start really modifying those attack dice. So some friends with Fanatical right next to Phasma uh, means you are probably not going to be shooting Phasma at all. Right, and I, it, it's interesting because it gives you some way to control the damage because one of the inherent problems with Fanatical is that you need to, you know, lose all your shields in order to get the modification. Well, but you might take way too much damage so that you're super damaged and not going to be around long to get Fanatical. Um, Captain Phasma gives you a way to like diffuse that damage across ships so that multiple ships can get right to the threshold of using it uh, without having to take way too much so that they're at risk of death. Right, and then if you pair Captain Phasma with Quick Draw, that's a fun dilemma for your opponent um, <laughs> where there's really nobody they want to shoot at that point then. Right, because if they shoot Quick Draw, Quick Draw shoots back once she loses some shields. And if they shoot uh, Phasma, well, Quick Draw is going to lose a shield anyway and fire back anyway. Yeah, so those two together seem pretty fun. Shame they're not in hyperspace together. Yo, well, or you know it? what is in hyperspace with Phasma is Rush, who is a I2 silencer, so it must be bad. <laughs> uh, but with the ability when you're damaged, 
you shoot up to initiative six. So this this one has me really perplexed because being at initiative six in hyperspace right now, there are just not that many ships at initiative six. So once you drop those two shields on the silencer, um, that becomes a pretty relevant part of the game. Like suddenly your low initiative ship becomes a great late game ship. Well, and a silencer at initiative six, that's incredibly powerful. I mean, you have the amazing dial, the double reposition actions, um, you know, super mobile ace. Uh, you just, you know, got to take three damage first with Rush, which is an interesting hoop to jump through. And I think uh, Rush is actually priced fairly competitively at 57 points, which is a whole six points below Blackout at I-5 and a lot of points below Kylo Ren. So uh, I think that well, this is actually something we'll probably see show up in hyperspace. Oh, yeah. Rush is cool. But of these three, Carson, which is your favorite? I mean, Rush is my winner for First Order, but I'm torn by LaHughes because I have a fancy version of LaHughes now, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that matters. I'm swaying by the punch board. I'm a big fan of TIE SFs right now, so I think my pick right now is actually probably going to be LaHughes because I feel like there are some squads where you can load it out and use that ability really effectively. Just get some sweet uh, spike damage from LaHughes. And just IS, TIE SFs are really good, so such good value. Yep, they're gross. All right, on to some just clean, wholesome ships. Got the resistance. <laughs> Nothing but fair here. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I like how, let's start with uh, Paige Tycho in the uh, Star Fortress Bomber, Initiative 5. Um, she has a pretty straightforward ability. Um, after you drop a device, you may spend one charge to drop an additional device, and she has one recurring charge. I'm mad at Paige because she really should be in hyperspace. I wouldn't have to complain about swarms at all if I could just launch uh, double proton bombs at them. That would be perfect. It does specify drop. Is there a rule? What's the rules about that? I don't know. Either's fine. <laughs> Someday we'll do research. But since she's not in hyperspace, man, it would be sweet, though. Drop a couple proton bombs on those dang sep swarms. Or six swarms. That'd feel pretty good. Oh yeah. Or you just feel bad when you when you when you double drop it and miss your bomb drop. So that would just like basically double the risk. Yeah, I mean the initiative five on the Star Fortress is interesting. Um, mainly more for munitions. But I think also at the point where you are dropping two bombs on somebody, their health might be low enough that it's pretty reasonable to be able to get an initiative kill there um so i think that i5 might matter more than you think if you're using page's ability well well and like i forget this thing's got lots of guns i mean the primary value of three out the front and then a uh, bow tie arc that you can split either way uh you right. can shoot a lot of different directions so you can you can actually reasonably pump out some damage so having that i5 late game seems relevant yeah and then we got some more all-stars here we got ronith Blario an interesting initiative to a wing yeah so ronith has the ability while you defend or perform an attack if the enemy ship is in another friendly ship's mobile arc you may spend one focus token from that friendly ship to change one of your focus results to an evade or a hit um i think this ability is cool i like the way it works i think the fact that it's going to an initiative two ship uh makes it not super helpful um, you might think that, but when you look at the A-Wing swarms, you know, the f five of them, you know, with 
optics. You got some good named pilot abilities. Ronith fits in pretty well there. Um, so you have a bunch of A-Wings with those mobile arcs. Um, so it's going to be pretty easy to trigger that ability, um, which means you know, you're going to be pretty defensive. You probably already had a focus for yourself. And then you get to use some buddies. It's like a networked calculation for A-Wings, uh, just for Ronith, though. But we know that's pretty powerful on two agility vultures, so you give it to a three agility A-Wing. Uh, seems pretty good. I mean, so I, I get the uh, efficiency angle there, where maybe you have a focus token on another ship that you didn't need to spend, um, so you can get uh, use out of it. So that seems helpful. I just feel like of the RZ2 A-Wings presented here, ZZ Tlo is the real winner. Well, absolutely, but you're already going to be taking ZZ in a 5 A-Wing list, which is why Ronith is also a great friend. Uh, and <laughs> when we're enough. talking about uh, excess focus tokens, uh, ZZ is certainly the one providing that. More green tokens, and she knows what to do with. Um, I've been flying a lot of this ship and have been having quite a blast. Yeah, pretty simple ability. Got a recurring charge. And after you defend or perform an attack, you may spend one charge to gain one focus or evade token. Well, and, we, and we've talked about this before because uh, obviously you've been flying this for a little while now and you've been having a good time. So I think we can fully endorse this uh, pilot on the podcast. Uh, obviously, this ability pairs up really well with putting something like advanced optics on your RZ2 A-Wing where you can attack, change one of your blanks to a hit with that uh, focus from advanced optics and then immediately get a focus back for defense which is solid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's your most common use. You get to spend your mods, you know, whatever order, either once on defense, once on offense. Um, but you have that versatility. You can really, you know, token stack. You can, you know, take a focus or evade, use your attack, choose not to spend any of your tokens, and then get a second one and just really bunker down on defense. Um, and even in cases where you don't even have a shot because um, you're just running away and don't want to spend an action rotating, um, you know, you can take uh, a green token for your normal action. And then the first time you get shot, uh, you might not need to spend that token or you spend it, whatever. Uh, you can trigger that ability and get another green token for further shots. I, I like it a lot as a super defensive de deterrent, too, where, like, you know, you have a focus token. Someone shoots at ZZ. You don't need to spend the focus, and now you can just get an evade, too, so that the next shot is going to be even harder to land for them, um, and that might just in deter them entirely. Right, and then there is also the uh, less common but does come up um, crazy offensive play of, you know, I take a focus, and then you shoot at ZZ. I don't need to spend... Uh, my focus on defense and then I get a second focus and now with advanced optics I can spend one of those focuses to convert a blank and the other to convert focus results and just make it a super accurate you know two dice gun but it's really consistent how many times do you think you've done that so far flying ZZ it's about once a game once every other game somewhere in that range okay that's not insignificant that's probably more than heroic um, I think heroic's a little bit more. Um, at least on. Po. Oh, but sorry, yeah, her ability is her ability has a meaningful impact on the game, though. I guess that would be the <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, 
and I mean, with advanced optics, like there's just a super consistent ship. Yeah, I think Ronith and uh, Paige have some cool stuff going on. Uh, maybe Paige for me more than Ronith, but I think ZZ's the clear winner here of the uh, Resistance pilots. I think they're all pretty awesome, but yeah, ZZ might be one of my all-time favorite pilots, so hard to beat that. And now the real question, though, is we want to know what your favorite pilot from the Hot Shots and Aces pack is. So uh, on the Facebook post for this episode on our Facebook page, please let us know which of these pilots is your favorite from the new set. Do you agree with us? Is it, you know, one of the top pick, one of our top picks like ZZ or Leia? Or are you a big fan of Gurgur Verm? Let us know. Yeah, I mean, and I've been getting a lot of questions of, like, is ZZ any good? Yeah, the answer is she's great. Resistance A-Wings, great. ZZ, one of the best Resistance A-Wings. Can't argue with that. You're kind of the expert. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like our show, please go on to facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. We're trying to get up to, I think, a 1,000 likes at this point. So if you can help us on that journey, it would be much appreciated. And if you want to help the show grow and reach a larger audience, please consider going on to iTunes, leaving us a five-star review, saying what you like about the show and why others should listen. It really helps a lot. And if you want to support the show directly, please go on to patreon.com slash radio TCX and become a backer today. A huge thank you to everyone who currently and has backed the show in the past. We really appreciate that support. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Gurgor vroom. 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 Gurgor vroom.